This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Speaking of bucket lists, I knew that there was something good that would come out of living my life in northwest Iowa. A number of years ago, I checked my life expectancy on the actuarial table, and at that time, after answering a number of health and living condition questions, the number stood out was 78.5 years. My grandfathers lived to about 80, and my dad passed away from pulmonary fibrosis. The COVID pandemic and drug overdoses related mostly to fentanyl, since reduced the average U.S. life expectancy a couple of years, similar to what happened way back in 1921 and 23. The impact from the pandemic should have mostly run its course, but the drug abuse epidemic carries on. Heart disease and cancer should regain their top status as leading causes of death. Some would argue that behavior more than policy determines life expectancy. Ironically, the biggest changes in life expectancy did not occur in the elderly population, but among younger and middle-aged adults. The decline in life expectancy impacts men more than women. More men lose their lives to drug overdose, firearms, and car accidents. Nine million Americans suffer from opioid addiction, but only one million are being treated. Average life expectancy in the United States is not that average. More CDC analysis has uncovered that where you live and your financial means has a lot to do with where on the actuarial table of life expectancy that you fall. The data revealed that Americans born in Mississippi and Florida may die 20 years younger than others born in Colorado and California. Wealth, demographics, and region have a great influence on who dies when in this country. The average life expectancy has declined to 76 years as a pandemic result of over a million premature deaths. Incomes play a strong hand with the Grim Reaper. Residents of high-income communities live to 87 years of age, while life expectancy of low-income communities, the average age is just 67 years. That is a huge 20-year gap between high and low. Higher-income people tend to live in more healthful surroundings, have better diets, and have better access to affordable health care. States that refuse Medicaid expansion have a lower life expectancy than those that have. I spent most of January in a state with the highest average life expectancy in the United States, Hawaii, at 80.7 years. Minnesota is third in the nation with average life expectancy of 79.2 years. I live in Dixon County, Iowa, about 10 miles south of the Minnesota border. On a color-coded map for life expectancy in the United States, northern Iowa is about the same as Minnesota. Dixon County, Iowa has the second highest per capita income of all the 99 counties of Iowa. The average life expectancy for Dixon County residents is 80.5 years, which is two years better than the statewide average and over four years better than the national average life expectancy. I asked my life insurance agent about the actuarial tables, and he reminded me that the average means that half the people live longer than that. That is why it seems that there are more people who are reaching their 90s. Montgomery County, Iowa has the lowest life expectancy in the state of 74.9 years, I thought it noteworthy that there can be 5.6 years difference in life expectancy on where you live in the state of Iowa. Six of ten states with the lowest U.S. life expectancy today were Confederate during the Civil War. Two more were border states and only one was Union. 
New Mexico rounded out the bottom ten. Counties in the United States with the lowest life expectancy tend to be Indian reservations in the Dakotas or counties with extreme poverty in the South. It takes more than gambling casinos to rejuvenate their economy to improve life expectancy. After realizing that my life expectancy may be lengthened by where I live, I was very glad that I would not have to move to live longer. I may have to spend more time in Hawaii or add a few more things to the bucket list. 2023 crops are going in well pretty much nationwide. Doesn't appear to be anything in the forecast to stop them moving clear to completion sometime into next week. As of Sunday, corn was 26% complete. That's right at the five-year average and double where we were a year ago at this point. They started reporting emergence and it's 6%, up a point from the five-year average and double last year's 3%. Missouri and Illinois are the standout leaders, running 39 and 11 points ahead of the respective five-year averages. Colorado, the Dakotas, Minnesota, and Michigan are the laggards, running well behind normal. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.